Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, the midterm elections are about a year and a half away. Uh, they're already really in full spring in full uh, stride and uh, there's a lot of interesting trends that uh, we're looking at uh, we're watching things that might uh, be indicative of how things might shake out in that midterm what it means for the current administration what it means for the balance of power in the various uh, house and senate races and there's a governor's race uh, coming up that uh, is also kind of in the throes of things and so to help us uh, break that down really pleased to have joining us on the program chris wilson uh, who's the CEO of WPA Intelligence, uh, one of the great political thinkers in the country, and is here in the state of Utah today as part of the uh, American Legislative Exchange Council event that we covered yesterday. And uh, Chris, thanks for joining us. Hey, you bet, Boyd. Good to uh, good to hear your voice, man. Good to talk to you again. Yeah, good to to reconnect. You're a veteran of a, a lot of uh, real tough, real strategic races uh, when it comes to the politics of it all. I know you've got uh, your eye on one race in particular. And that is the governor's race in Virginia, which often tends to be a, a little bit of a bellwether uh, rolling into the midterms. It does. And, you know, there's actually two governor's races. Boy, we were texting earlier. I forgot about the other one I'm involved in. It's going to happen uh, even sooner. And that's in California, where they're going to vote to recall Gavin Newsom here in about uh, 40 or 50 days. So but uh, both of those are really going to be interesting to watch. I think both of them are harbingers to what is likely to happen in 2022. Uh, Glenn Youngkin, who, as you mentioned, is uh, is my client and uh, former CEO of Carlisle Group, really a, an amazing story. Grew up uh, grew up very lower middle class in Virginia. Uh, went to college on a basketball scholarship at Rice University, and worked his way up to Carlisle Group to hopefully become their ultimately become their CEO, and is now the Republican nominee for governor in Virginia. I mean, never run for office before, so really an impressive story. And then over in uh, California, there was uh, voters got fed up with high taxes and masks and kids not back in school and everything else that they've been through. And so they'll be voting whether or not to recall him. And I, uh, I, I don't know if uh, Newsom gets recalled. It's very close right now. The last polling I saw had it right at about 49 percent saying no and about 43, 44 saying yes. Uh, so what, the way it works in, in California is they'll vote to recall, and that's question one. And question two is, is if he's recalled, who replaces him? Mm-hmm. And uh, probably the front runner there, you have uh, another talk radio show host like yourself, uh, Larry Elder, is going to be on the ballot. But probably the best hope Republicans have is the, is the former mayor of San Diego, Kevin Faulkner. And uh, so that'll be interesting to watch. And then we'll roll out of that into November where you've got – and Glenn Youngkin, who I just mentioned, who's running against Terry McAuliffe, the uh, former former governor of Virginia, uh, and kind of a swamp creature. Everybody knows him for his fundraising prowess. He's been uh, he's been chairman of the Clinton campaigns, and is uh, obviously I'm not a fan since I'm working against him, so I'll stop editorializing <laughs> about it. But 
that race is uh, just a couple of digits. It's uh, public polling. Uh, the last one that was out had it at 47.45. So you've mm. got a guy who's never run for office before in Glenn Youngkin running against the former governor in Virginia. You have uh, you can only run once, you know, and then you're term limited, and, but you can come back and run again. So that's what McCall is trying to do. He sat out four years and uh, is now trying to take the office back. And I really believe that uh, – I think I believe Youngkin wins that race, and I think it's going to start a, a real big trend leading into the 2022 elections, where, as you know, here in Utah, uh, our friend Mike Lee is up for re-election. And interestingly enough, I do have – just to make this about some local uh, numbers, Morning Consult just put out uh, recent polling on how every Republican member of the Senate has uh, moved since November 3rd. That was the last time they did this. And their idea was that the whole narrative they were trying to create is, oh, look, all, all the Republican senators are less popular today than they were a year ago. Well, that's what happens whenever you get you know, lots of press. Right. But the one exception to that, there are really only three exceptions of it, the one who has had the biggest movement in the positive direction is Mike Lee, where he has moved 13 points to the positive. Interesting. Uh, the polling numbers are just so fascinating to me. What is moving and what's moving those numbers, uh, whether that's here locally or whether that's in those national races and uh, I wanted to drill down just a, a little bit on this Virginia race because it's just so intriguing to me. Uh, one, this the fact that Virginia, that you can only serve four years, then you have to sit out at least four years before you come back. That's an interesting thing in and of itself. Uh, but yeah. you, you mentioned just the, the numbers that here you have a, a Terry McAuliffe uh, who, again, is well-known nationally as well as locally. Uh, many uh, were thinking he would get into the presidential run uh, last cycle. Yep. Uh, and are there anything under the numbers? This is where I love to pick your brain because uh, you get the beyond the headline numbers. Are there interesting or, or things that we should be watching maybe under the, the big numbers in a place like Virginia uh, in terms of what the real mood of the nation is or where voters seem to be trending at this point? Uh, that's a great question, and there's so much packed in that. I will say the one Thing that I look at in terms of Virginia, which is specifically Northern Virginia, look, there's no question that Donald Trump uh, created some challenges for Republicans with suburban voters. I would have predicted, Boyd, that it would have taken a generation to undo that damage. It has been undone in a year by teachers' unions and government bureaucrats and big city mayors that want to defund the police. And so I think you're going to see the race in Northern Virginia be closer than it ever has before. And if Republican gets about 43% in Northern Virginia, they're going to win. They win statewide. Mm. And nobody's done that in a while. Yeah. And I believe Youngkin will do that on a combination of uh, supporting law enforcement and trying to stop crime because crime, as you know, has exploded in the Washington, D.C. area. Hey, we heard about a couple of shootings because they happened where media members were. Well, there's a shooting every weekend. There are people who are killed uh, in shootings every weekend in Washington, D.C. It just doesn't make the press because it doesn't happen at the Nationals' ballpark. And I think that is going to be a big issue. And, and frankly, I think the school things shut down, and a lot of mayors, and I think you could say that, and I hope you don't mind me jumping into local politics here, you could say that about Salt Lake City, a bunch of mayors that have overreached in terms of regulations and schools and shutting down small businesses and, in some, and shutting down churches and requiring masks even of those people who are vaccinated outside and really just denying the science of those things. And I think you are going to see uh, that be the big issue going into 2022. And a lot of Republicans are going to win races that nobody thought they would because you now have an example of Democrats doing exactly what they, we always said they were going to do, Boyd, 
but they never had the ability to do it before. Now that they've shown who they are, uh, it's going to be you're going to it's going to be a game changer at the ballot box. The the, the numbers are fascinating. The under the numbers uh, just uh, are even more fascinating. But uh, great insight as always. Uh, Chris Wilson joining us today. Chris, appreciate you carving out a couple minutes for us here on KSL News Radio today. You bet. Happy to do it. Thanks, boys. All right. Uh, those, uh, again, under the numbers. Uh, I think there's so much that is pent up under the numbers. And that's where we do have to get, you know, past the rage, past the anger, the fear, the frustration, past the, the pure politics of it all. And, and, you know, Chris went into a lot of the hardcore uh, in the trenches. This is what ha- this is what's going to happen in these campaigns. And so that's what that's what we need to be watching for. As we listen, we're going to start hearing political campaign ads. We're going to start uh, seeing uh, flyers in our mailboxes and uh, our email boxes are going to be jam full of political things. And we need to start getting ready to look beyond just the this person is a bad person because they did X or this mayor or this senator or this uh, representative uh, is bad because of this or that. And. To me, the biggest thing is when you hear that kind of information, when you receive that kind of information, just step back. If it seems like it doesn't quite seem true, it's probably not. Uh, And it's worth checking out and checking deeper. And it's part of this idea that we have to go beyond the headlines. We have to go beyond the polling numbers. And we have to get down to the more important discussions uh, that will really drive our communities and that will really elevate our country. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, Utah Senate President Stuart Adams is going to join us from over there at the ALEC conference as we talk about why things work a little bit better, a little closer to home. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.